We are only a couple weeks away from Thanksgiving. Soon guests will be arriving at our door ready to celebrate the holiday. This year, we wanna take care of our future selves. And one way to do that is to have a clean space for your guests and for you too. When my house is clean, I am more relaxed and I can think clearly. What makes me crazy is rushing to clean the house a day before Thanksgiving. So today, I wanna give you a few tips on how to clean your house for the holidays and make your life a little bit easier. Hey guys, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie, and I'm excited to continue today to talk about um, the Thanksgiving holiday series. And the theme of this holiday series that we're going to continue doing for Christmas as well is all about taking care of our future self, right? Because too often during the holidays, especially as moms and as women, we take over every aspect um, we are, you know, overwhelmed. And by the time the holiday rolls around, we're just kind of like, okay, is it over yet? And it really should not be that way, right? And I think that we can take care of our future self by simply doing some preparation and pre-decision work. So if you haven't already listened to the previous two episodes, I suggest you go back, take a listen, and I give you some really practical tips to help you out. There are also downloads that are available on the blog, which is faithcoffeeandakid.com, and that's going to really help you stay on track. So with Thanksgiving only a couple weeks away, we today are going to talk about the cleaning aspect, right? Because pretty soon those guests are going to be arriving at your door. Um, I don't know about you, but when my house is clean, I'm more relaxed and I can think clearly. You know, what makes me crazy is rushing to clean the house like a day before a holiday or an event. Now, there are some areas of the house that you'll need to clean the day of or the day before Thanksgiving, right? Because obviously, if you start cleaning up now um, on November 12th, by the time the 24th comes around, it's, you know, it's going to be a mess, right? So there are some things that you're going to have to do the day before or the day of, But there's a lot that you can do now in terms of um, preparation. So I want to talk a little bit about that today and give you some tips on holiday cleaning. And there's also a download that's going to be available that I will put in the show notes. So first, I want to talk about zoning in on the room's of your home that your guests will spend the most time. So here's the thing, right? Holiday cleaning, I think, is not one of those like deep dive, let's clean out the garage, you know, let's build, you know, another section that like you don't want to do all that. All you want to do is zone in on the rooms of your home where your guests will be spending most of the time. So they're not going to be hanging out in the garage, right? Um, so don't worry about the garage. The most common rooms that I find um, that we use during the holiday are obviously the dining room, the kitchen, the living room and family room, bathrooms, and maybe outdoor space. We're also going to talk about um, bedrooms, but most likely your guests aren't hanging out there either. However, if you have overnight guests and you want to prepare, you know, wherever they're sleeping, whether it's your guest room or... Um, you're kicking the kids out of their room and they're staying there. 
So there are a few tools that I suggest gathering together before you get started, just for efficiency, right? And just in general, you wanna make sure that you have the cleaning supplies you need. But the, the three bag thing I think works, right? You got that giveaway bag, put away bag, and the throwaway bag. The holidays, again, this is not a time to do probably the heavy decluttering unless you absolutely have to. Um, but this, this idea of the three bags, I think, is really still helpful just in general in any of the rooms that you're in, especially the living room, I would say, and um, maybe the dining room um, or the bath or the bedrooms. So let's go take a look at each of these spaces. Okay, so the dining room. The dining room obviously plays a big role, right? So you want to make sure you might spend a little more time in this room. Um, here's what you can do right now, okay? You can work close to the time. You want to clean off that table space. You want to make sure before the holiday that your table space is clean. Um, if you need to put like a leaf in your table, we talked about this in the past episode, you want to do that now. Um, any type of polishing of the furniture, the cleaning the floors, you can do that ahead of time. The other thing that you can do ahead of time is washing any cloth, napkins, tablecloths, rugs, things like that, that, you know, if you, if you wash your tablecloth and your um, cloth napkins that you plan on using now, that's something you can do that you can put aside and then they are ready for that day. I don't polish silverware, but I know that there are some people who do. So this is something else, you know, if you're polishing silverware or serving platters or anything like that, this is the time that you can do that because most likely you won't be using them before the holiday. Now, the living room and family room is a place where you'll probably, those three bags are going to come into handy, right? Because this is probably our most lived in space in your home. So I would suggest this, going around with those bags um, you know, getting rid of any old magazines, if there's books on the floor, getting them on the shelves, like just kind of like that overall pickup, especially in family rooms, because those tend to be used a lot, especially if you have kids. So if there's like game pieces everywhere, whatever, you want to kind of get those things um, in their proper place now. So you want to vacuum and clean the floors, um, clean in between the couch pillows. It's so weird, but I notice this when I vacuum, I tend to find so much like just stuff in between the pillows on the couch, um, whether it's like the bottle cap from the water or like pennies. Um, it's just a good idea to kind of like clean out under there. If you have slip covers, this is a great time to wash those slip covers. I have slip covers um, on my on my uh, couch and <laughs> it's kind of a pain to wash them or, or get them dry cleaned. I wash them because they're, you know, at this point with my couch, I almost want to get rid of it, but I'm going to wait for probably another year. But washing those slip covers, it makes a huge difference. I have white ones and it's, it, they become so much brighter. Now mine are, again, are kind of dusty because of the whole you know, having so many kids over and, but they've lasted pretty well. But if you clean your slip covers, you want to do that ahead of time. That's not something you really want to do the night before. Um, clean off your coffee and end tables, um, putting books away, you know, just creating that empty, that open space for your guests. And again, you want to make sure that you use those three bags and really utilize them. Um, the kitchen. Okay, so the kitchen is where all the magic happens, right? 
Having a clean space in your kitchen is essential for your future self, right? Because happy cooks make wonderful meals. My daughter always tells me when I'm making her mac and cheese to make it with love. And she can tell when I don't make it with love, which I think is really funny. But I do believe that in a sense, right? Like you can go in your kitchen and make a great meal if you have the open space to do it, right? Nobody wants to be searching through the closets or the pantry, you know, trying to find things. So prepare this in advance, right? Prepare this kitchen um, space in advance that you're going to, one, clean out the fridge. I cannot emphasize that enough. I know it's nobody's favorite job to do, but a clean fridge will give you the space to store those pre-prepped dishes And after the holiday, it gives you the space for the leftovers, okay? So this is where you get that throwaway bag and you get to work because there are so many things that you can find in your fridge that are like expired or don't need, you know, leftovers you've never eaten. Once you start cleaning that out, it's going to really give you the space to store new food. Um, And the other thing is to, if you already went uh, shopping for Thanksgiving, for the ref- for the fridge like make sure the things that you're going to use are in your view right so that you're able to kind of pull them out pretty quickly okay the other thing is to clean out the pantry this doesn't have to be a deep dive so don't freak out i'm not asking you to like take everything out of your pantry and then put it all back in and you know alphabetize your seasonings no but take out all these like put in the front all the essentials you'll need for thanksgiving dinner Um, So you're not digging around, like looking for breadcrumbs, right? Like the seasonings that you're going to use, make sure that you can see them. Um, If you're using breadcrumbs for your stuffing, make sure that you can see them. Like just kind of look in there. And and that's where that inventory um, that I talked about in the last episode really comes into play. Because you're going to be looking at all the things that you have, all the things that you need, and then it's going to help you organize it. Um, clean the floors in the kitchen. Think about how you also want to work in the kitchen. Some of us have tons of space in the kitchen and some of us really have very little. So this is a good time to think about as you're cleaning, like, you know, what areas will I be working in and making sure those areas are clean. So if you're, if you have like one counter, right? You want to make sure that you know you have a space to store that like toaster or your um, coffee machine, you know, coffee maker so that you have a way to put that away while you are cleaning and prepping for Thanksgiving dinner. Bathrooms. Okay. So most likely you're going to need to clean your bathroom on the day of Thanksgiving, right? Because it's something we all use every day, multiple times a day. Um, but you can do some decluttering in there if you need to. Um, I would say, you know, the day of, obviously, you're going to clean your sink, your bathtub, and your toilet. Now, nobody's really going to be using your bathtub, so you don't have to, like, do this whole, like, deep, deep dive thing. But you want to make sure that your shower curtains are clean, right? Like, that they can actually see. Just throw those in the wash. Pull the curtain over. Just make sure there's no, like shampoos and things that can fall over from the tub, Um, clean your floors and make sure you have space for like soap, sanitizer and napkins, right? So have a clean space, whether that is, um, you know, on a, 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 on a counter in the bathroom or you are, 
you know, putting it in a basket on top of the toilet, whatever you need to do, just make sure you have space for that um, and have extra toilet paper available. Nobody wants to be in a position where they're yelling down the steps on Thanksgiving, hey, I need some toilet paper, right? So if you find, you can find these really nice little uh, toilet paper holders. They're like circular. It looks like a cylinder. I got one from Marshall's. I think I paid like 10 bucks for it. Fill that up so that there's enough toilet paper in there. That's something that you can do a few days in advance as well. Entryways. Um, your entryway, obviously, it's going to be different for everybody. Some of us have these amazing foyers. Other have a little space with a closet for your uh for your, you know, coats and and things like that. Clean out your coat closet, you know, make plenty of room for your guest coats. If you only have one, if you have one closet and you guys have a ton of like coats in there and things like that, take those coats and for the meantime and put them maybe in your room or your kid's room um, or even in the garage or wherever in the basement. But just have some space that you're able to hang up your guest coats and that way when they leave, they can quickly grab them. Um, you know, clean the floors, have a small rug there to wipe their shoes when they come in if you don't have a rug outdoors. Now your outdoor space, if you're spending time outdoors, it's obviously going to depend on the weather. Um, but here are a few like little cleaning to do's to make your home welcoming. Um, sweep the porch, right? We know that the leaves are falling depending on where you live. Just do a quick sweep of the porch to make sure that there's no like slippery leaves or you know anything on the porch that could um, hinder them as they walk in. Clean outdoor furniture. If you guys are able to sit outside, depending on where you're at, this is a great time to make sure that your uh, cushions are fluffed up, that you know, if you need to wash those slip covers, go ahead and do that. Just kind of cleaning up that outdoor furniture. Have a mat for guests to wipe their shoes on. Um, remove any items that make it difficult to get to the door. So that's just, you know, kids' toys that might be lying around. Um, just anything. You don't you want to make sure that the entry to your doorway is nice and clear. Now, if you are having guests overnight, you do want to make sure that the bedrooms are, you know, comfortable and clean for them. So the things that I suggest is wash all the bed linens, um, clean off the night tables, check the lighting, you know, change light bulbs if necessary, put enough clean towels and washcloths in your guest room for their stay. So if they're staying for three days, give them three towels um, and make sure, it's, you know, they're clean, that they have access to them so that they can just go into the bathroom, take a shower, have their towel with them. Clean out a drawer or make uh, room in the closet for their clothes. And if there's a television in the room, just make sure the remote works or that you have some fresh batteries there. Now, I have a whole thing on hospitality and cozy bedrooms, but here are some cozy touches that you may want to add for your guest. And this isn't really part of the cleaning part, but I thought I would add this because I always think this is fun to do. Um, add some good chocolate, get some good chocolates and put it on their pillow or nightstand. Um, if you know that there's something that they love, have that available for like a snack, right? For them in the evenings. Um, maybe it's nuts or, you know, whatever that that is. A few bottles of water. Um, I'm a big water drinker, so I always have water by my bed. Um, a yummy smelling candle, a welcome to our home quick note or card, some extra blankets, 
bath toiletries such as like a, a yummy smelling soap, body wash or lotion, you know, anything you can do to just kind of make the room cozy for them and make them feel that they're at home. Now, the second thing that I definitely suggest doing and one of the best ways to take care of your future self is to delegate. We get super stressed when we take on the holiday to-do list and not ask for help. And then we get angry because no one is helping us. I'm definitely one of those people who like to do everything myself. That's not smart. Um, It's not a good use of time, energy, or my resources. Um, You know, it's really important for your kids to feel part of the holiday. And it also helps their future selves, right? Because one day they're probably going to be hosting you for the holidays, or maybe they're in college and they have, you know, they can't come home and they're having a Friendsgiving. Giving them those tools help them as well. So have a family meeting, talk about how everyone can contribute. Um, You know, and even little kids can help and they are probably the ones who want to help the most. So take advantage of that now if you have little kids. Um, But talk about, you know, how you want to delegate the cleaning, Um, you know, and give them the tools that they need. So the one thing I've noticed is like, we can get really upset when we delegate and then it's not done the way we think it should be done. (laughs) So make sure that there's a few things that you can do to eliminate that kind of like frustration on both parts. One is give specific assignments to each family member. Let people know what you would like them to do, right? And also everybody has different strengths, you know, like if, um, For example, maybe somebody loves to use the Swifter and clean the floors. Let them do that, you know, but they really hate like emptying garbage, you know, switch off. So give specific family members assign or give assignments to each family member and try to listen to really what they like to do. Um, Give a time when the task needs to be finished. Give a deadline, right? So if you guys um, are, if you have, if, uh, your your daughter or son cleaning the bathroom the day of Thanksgiving, tell them what time it needs to be done, right? We need this done by one o'clock PM. Okay. So that they're not kind of like lingering throughout the day. And then next thing you know, 10 minutes before they're trying to get the bathroom done and guests are coming in. Um, explain what needs to be done and give them a list so they can stay focused on the task at hand. Again, this is just making sure they know what their job is, Um, And give them a list, especially with like younger kids. I think this is really important if they're like 10, 11 years old, you know, give them the list of what they should be doing, um, you know, to help out. So for example, like if you're using their bedroom as a guest room, you may need to help them with this depending on how old they are. But like, you know, um, make sure that your toys are off the floor, you know, um, very simple things like put the books away. You know what I mean? Like just giving them that to-do list. Um, let them do the job. That's the biggest thing. Once you delegate the task, show them what's, you know, how it's to be done or what's to be done. Don't, don't be too critical. I mean, and I know that it could be hard because you want things to be perfect, but listen, life is not perfect. Your kids are not perfect. You're not perfect. Remember they are not you. So, One of the quickest ways to discourage somebody from helping out is to be super critical on how they actually helped you out. Um, So I bet this is getting you ready, okay? Um, My last tip 
is it doesn't have to be perfect. You live in your home. So most likely it's not going to look like, you know, a magazine spread and that's okay. Get it as good as you can get it and move on. Um, Think about the time that you need. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's home is different. So I can't tell you, you know, when to start cleaning your house. Only you know that. But give yourself the space and time that you need to make sure that you're not running around, feeling stressed out, Um, you know, and really think about those things that we talked about. What rooms are your guests using? And focus in on those rooms. You know, don't try to like clean the attic and clean the garage and do all these things that really won't make a difference, right? Focus on the rooms they use and then make a list of what you need to have done in that room. And also make sure again that you delegate, get kids involved, get your family involved. Don't be overly critical, but make it clear on what you need. Um, to have done. So I hope this has been helpful to you. On the website, um, on my website, on the blog, you will have a Thanksgiving checklist, cleaning checklist that you can download um, that has everything that we talked about. And I hope you find this useful and um, enjoy the weekend. I'll be back next time and we will talk about decorating for Thanksgiving um, and the table. Okay, have a great weekend.